Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea, and I'm here to talk to you today a bit about my journey these past few years in the hope of connecting with some of you. I have found myself, lost myself, and experienced all the ups and downs that life has to offer. Now I'm trying to figure out where do I want to go from here? With our lives in an ever-busy state, I think some good heart-to-heart talks are in order, and I'm willing to open up my life to you in order to help us both. I think we could all use a good friend right now, and I'd like to be that person if you'll let me. So sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about life for the next little bit. I look forward to hearing your stories, sharing some of mine, and talking through some of the problems that we've all been experiencing in the past few years and beyond. I feel like talking a bit about my journey is where we'll start. And where do we go from here? Well, we can figure that out along the way. But in the meantime, let's chat. In this episode, I would like to talk about something that is pretty near and dear to my heart, which is partially incorporated into the name of this podcast. Things that I had never really understood were such a big part of taking care of yourself, because I never really understood how much these different aspects of yourself work together. Most people call it holistic health, or the seven dimensions of wellness. I call it full body wellness. No matter what you call it, this system of health set me down a path that I am currently still on. Not only is your physical and mental well-being, but true health to me includes social, financial, spiritual, environmental, and vocational. So what are these different types of health, and how do we achieve them? Let's start off with the easy one and work our way to the less known or thought about topics of health. Physical health being the first. We all know that being in shape, getting our heart rate up, and decreasing the amount of time we sit in a day all play a part in our physical health. But I also include food in this. What we feed ourselves, our diet. What you put into your body directly relates how you feel about yourself. And while that seems rather obvious, it may not be as obvious as me telling you right now sounds. You could say I was terribly unhealthy at one point in my life. I ate fast food at least once a day, if not more on most days. I was drinking enough soda to kill a whale, and after I graduated from high school, I completely forgot what working out or doing sports even looked like. As I personally neared the 200-pound mark, something had to change. My boss at the time, and now a dear friend of mine, saw me struggling and introduced me to another way to do things. She took me to meet a group of people who made it their life's mission to get healthier options into the hands of everyone they could, as well as teach the people around them how to live healthier and happier lives. I have personally found a home with these people and their positive mentality, and while it most likely won't take you a village of people to get yourself on the right path, it's what worked for me. But this is just one of the aspects of physical health. There are still so many other areas we haven't covered yet. Other areas that I include in physical health, you ask? Sleep health, sexual health, and substance use. Sleep health, we all know you should try to get a full seven to eight hours a night of sleep because it helps your brain transfer short-term memories into long-term memories, as well as gives your body a chance to repair and rebuild. Sexual health and substance use could be grouped together. They are another topic that has layers, which, such as learning about disease, reproductive health, harm prevention, and creating healthy versus unhealthy habits, would take a long time to cover. We can get into some of these topics more later down the road, but simple steps to take to increase your physical health could be replacing sugar drinks with water, minimizing your use of tobacco and vape products, limiting the amount of alcohol you consume, practicing safe sex, and exercise daily, even if it's just a speed walk to get your heart pumping, and focusing on the color spectrum and fresh foods when planning your meals. Next up, we've got mental health which is such a massive topic with so many pieces included, there's no way that we could begin to scratch the surface in one of these little chats. But the most important thing to know about mental health is that mental health is important. 
It is real, and it does deserve its own considerations. Here are some quick tips for increasing your mental health in your everyday life. Things like practicing mindfulness, which basically means focusing on the present moment, learning relaxation techniques, doing a self-care routine, practicing positive self-talk, or going off the grid if you need a moment to catch your breath and unplug from all the input that life throws at you. There are a lot more ways, and if you continue to hang out with me, I'm sure we'll go over a few. Now, social health is how we interact with our friends, family, and community. It is focused on your support systems and how you use them. Communication is a big part of the realm of health, because without proper communication, the rest of the pieces are difficult to move around. Different ways to impact your social health are creating a balance between your social and personal time, asking respectful questions and listening to answers from those around you, and volunteering or being open-minded about new experiences. Financial health is one of the areas that causes the absolute most stress in people's lives. It is probably one of the biggest areas of confrontation or arguments within relationships, and it is something that is basically required to live in this day and age. As the world continues to feel like it's on its head in this area, it's something that you need to make sure you don't forget. There are a lot of books and podcasts out there that can give you all sorts of advice on the topic, but here are a few simple steps for me to you. Use cash instead of debit or credit. Cook your own meals. Have a budget created. And always put into that budget some kind of fun money. Because if you're constantly feeling pressured and like you can't enjoy your life, you're more likely to go too hard in the wrong direction. Spiritual health. Now, you might be thinking I'm talking about religion here, but that's not entirely the case. Spiritual wellness includes the theories that guide you, your morals, the things that you live by. Quick ways to increase your spiritual health are through meditation, gratitude journaling, where you write down three things that you're grateful for every morning, or picking a hobby that allows you to serve others. While your spiritual health also includes what religions you follow, it's more about being in alignment with self. And in order to do that, you have to spend a lot of time doing personal development to find out what your core values are and strive to meet those on a daily basis. In these actions, you will find a greater strength within yourself and you'll be a much happier person. Environmental health is how your environment affects your overall health. Through things like clutter in your home or how many times you get outside in a day, environmental health is something that we don't often think about in our health routine, but it definitely affects the way that we think, feel, and our energy levels. If we cannot get proper sleep at night because we're too hot or uncomfortable in our sleeping arrangements, or if our air is polluted, or we don't frequently see the outside, all these things have different impacts on how we live. Simple fixes to environmental health are cleaning up the cluttered areas of our home, purging the things that no longer serve us, getting outside for at least a few minutes a day, and eating locally produced food whenever possible. Even simpler still are doing things like making sure the trash is out of your home, recycling whenever possible, or making sure you wash your bedding on a regular basis. Vocational health is using your skill set to find fulfillment in your life. My dear friend that I spoke about earlier, she's a phenomenal organizer. She's on top of doing cleaning and arranging the items in her home to make it both welcoming and visually calming. I won't even get into her ability to scent her home. It smells fantastic. She's just phenomenal. And these talents are things that she would like to explore and expand on through creating her own business based around the fantastic skill set that she has created for herself. And while she's not currently doing that, her dream is to share her organization and eye for fashion with the world. With the rise of shows like The Home Edit and Marie Kondo, I very much believe that she will make this dream come true. Other ways to increase your vocational health 
are expanding your learning, not using comparison to steal your joy, and learning what strategies work for you and when you might need help, and possibly even volunteering. I guess to sum it all up, there are a lot of things to juggle, and it's a lot of work, yes. But if you're constantly working on all of these areas and building your life to be stable and strong so that if one of the areas falters, you have a backup plan in all the other areas that help you get back on track with your goals, you're doing pretty well. And you don't have to have perfect scores in all the areas at once. Like all good things, it's going to take time. Be gentle with yourself as you explore the things that bring you joy, as you find the abilities you have that you can share with others, as you grow and learn and become more fulfilled in the process. Just working on getting a little bit better every day, and by the end of a week, a month, a year, you'll be so much farther ahead than you thought you would be. And, as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you would like to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode, with some occasional oddball freebie episodes thrown in when I'm feeling feisty. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. 